Hey guys, I'm Dominic Keating, and this is Unplanned Wreck. Unplanned Trek! And welcome to Unplanned Trek, NCC 170 Dumb. <laughs> I'm Andrew. I'm Isaac. Um, this is a show where we take a look at a seemingly random episode of Star Trek, mm. any of the four billion episodes of Star Trek that have been made yep. up until now, but we don't review it because that's lame yeah. and everyone else has already done it. Yep. People have already re reviewed the episodes that haven't been on yet. Did you know that? How do they do that? Oh, just temporal mechanics. Oh, that, that guy's, Daniel's guy. Yeah, that Daniel's yeah. guy. <laughs> blame Daniels, blame Daniels. Blame Daniels, Daniels, Daniels. 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 Of Star Trek and then puts it up online back down. Does he review us? What an asshole. Yeah. Like, he, he, he shouldn't be called Daniels. He should be called Captain Spoiler Alert. Mm. Spoiler mm. McSpoiler Face. That's what we should call him from now on. Can we make a note of that somewhere that Daniels is now Spoiler McSpoiler Face? Well, you make, all the, you make all the notes. I don't make notes. Oh, and I'm saving it. Except I've made. I've done some research. Saved. All right. <laughs> Are you like Arium from Discovery? You've got to dump half of it at the end of every week. Oh, so, so you too soon. No, but, no, 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 but see, I, I watched the episode. I love that because at the end of every week, I would love to dump the dumb shit that I'd done <laughs> and the people I'd met that I didn't like. Yeah, but, but if you did that, someone would go, what did you do last week? And you go, no, nothing. Fuck all. <laughs> do Absolutely nothing. Yeah, um, yes, then I'd be perfectly happy with that. Yeah, great. Yeah. Can you imagine if you did that playing golf? Like you hit the ball straight in the to water. To Mulligan. Yeah, yeah, Mulligan. Yeah. And then you want life to be Mulligan. You hit the ball again, right? And your playing partner goes, you can't hit the ball again. I mean, mm. that was the first time. Yeah, exactly. I don't, exactly. I don't know what you're talking about, you loser. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's control yeah. Z. Yeah, control. Undo. Yeah, exactly. Control Z. Yeah. My first marriage, control Z. <laughs> 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 oh, come on. It's, 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 it's not untrue. Look, um, um, before we start, yeah. um, do, do you like my new T-shirt? What's it say? Dick for. What's it dick for? Well, mate, if you don't know, I'm, there's nothing I can say to help you. <laughs> boom, boom. Did you have that made for this show? I, I have everything made for this show. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, yeah. I, I literally, my entire life is devoted to this moment in time every week. Wow. Yeah, I know. I've, sorry, I've forgotten, sorry? I've, I've forgotten already. I just yeah, dumped it. Yeah, yeah. And now what episode that, are we doing? Was that planned, that joke? <laughs> I don't know. What, what joke? I forgot oh, you've already been controls edited. Yeah, you know, I, no, I just forget everything you say. Yeah, well, I, I must admit, I do wait for my turn to talk when, it's, when we're podcasting. You know how people say in one ear and out the other? Yeah. It's, with, it's not untrue. Well, with me, it's in one ear, it's <laughs> the same ear. Because <laughs> you're Captain Fuck, dear. Hey, look on the bright side. 50% mm -hmm. of your ears work. Exactly, yeah. But yeah. I do have below average working ears. Below average a lot of things. <laughs> you have above average working ears. What, I have more than two? No, more than... So, 
I've got a wild Two is the most common, but it's not the yeah. average. It'd no. be like 1.9. 1. Yeah. That's right, that's right. Yeah. The average cow doesn't have four legs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you yeah. ever seen a cow with less than four legs? Uh, I think I control Z, the cow. Are we allowed to say control Z or do we have to say control Z now? Oh, Z, Z. No, no, we're saying Z. We are. Z's dead, baby. Yeah, because we're Aussies. Oh, Z's dead. <laughs> no, we're Aussies. We are Aussies. Do you know any Americans? They're all fucking oh, idiots. You know what? Well, what? While we're doing the intro, let's help our um, our, our global audience with how to, how to get an Australian nickname. Oh, okay. So, if your name is relatively short, you can just add Y to the end of it. Or no. Yeah, no. Like, like, like Gibbo mm-hmm. or, or um, Jono. Mm-hmm. But you can also change the last consonants to Z, like mm-hmm. Bazza, mm-hmm. Gazza. Mm-hmm. That type of thing. Yep. Um, or, and this is one of my favourites, you can do something stupid one night mm-hmm. out with your mates mm-hmm. and forever be known for that. Yep, yep. So, for instance, you might go out for a drink and drop your glass. Yeah. It smashes. You could be there and smash. So, the other thing you can do, in my example, let's say your nickname was Smash. Yeah. You can then also go degrees of separation from that. So, you might go, Offspring was the 1994 album. Their 1994 album was Smash. Uh, okay. And then you might right. become Offspring or Dexter, who was the lead singer, or Noodles, who was the bass player or something like that. So then, then, then your Noodles. Why do they call you Noodles? Because I dropped a glass once. You know the bass player from Offspring? Yeah. He's pretty fly. For a white guy? Yeah. If you want us to help you get an Aussie nickname. Oh, we can do it. Yeah, send us a tweet. Mm-hmm. Um, or send it to Late Night Shinzon. He'll give oh, you a nickname. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Shinzon will give you a nickname. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but it won't be using our rules. No, Marzipan yeah. dildo. Yeah. So, <laughs> what happened in Visionary this week? Do no. we do an, an Andrew Hogan recap? Or no, you start. Or recap? You do a recap and I'll do a proper recap. All right, so this is what I've called the episode with the gif. Where O'Brien sees O'Brien on the promenade. Well, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's, it's the meme. It's the gif, mm. yeah. It's yeah. the actual meme, I yeah. know. So um, I was excited to see that. So O'Brien finds himself wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey, yes. but only five hours in advance, but finding out that bad things are happening at DS9, including his own imminent death, mm. um, including the destruction of DS9, and just um, probably quite being quite... Yeah, the Klingons busting up his place. Yeah, pub brawls. Pub brawls yeah. are always good, aren't they? Yeah, you have a pub brawl in Star Trek. Yeah, it's like Picard getting shanked by a Norsican. <laughs> Great pub brawl. Um, O'Brien and Keiko work it all out together. No, that's right. O'Brien <laughs> works it out together, and um, everything's fine by the end of the episode. Keiko's conveniently not there. We'll talk about Keiko. Remember when O'Brien goes to see himself in bed? Was there a sex candle? No. He's asleep and he wakes him up, right? Oh, I and was he's going something completely different. Oh, I, was, I was wondering what O'Brien's dick was for. I might be going there. <laughs> she, where is she? Oh. It's her house as well. No. Her and Molly always go away. They do, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's because contractual well, obligations. Well, maybe they're in their room and he's staying with Bashir, because that's what I, in my head, can and they're married. I, I think he probably stays with Bashir more often yeah. than not. Yeah. Except that Garrick's always there. Oh, yeah. Bashir's got a boyfriend too. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Okay. So that's a great explanation. Thank you. Uh, my explanation is that um, O'Brien has had a fuck of a lot of Guinness mm. and keeps hallucinating himself, mm. the best-looking bloke on the, on, the, on the station, in his opinion. Oh. Does O'Brien have a big opinion of himself? Yeah, totally. 
Well, no one else you, does. Yeah, yeah. The universe is, the universe is, the universe is compensating, right? <laughs> uh, keeps hallucinating himself, mm-hmm. but somehow, despite that, manages to work out how to solve the mystery of everybody getting dead. The end. The end. Amen. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Once upon a time. Yeah. And that goes at the start, doesn't it? Um, no, you can do it at the end. Oh, because we cause the time. I'm, I, yeah. can, I can go and, back. And we're in the Southern Hemisphere. We can do things differently. It goes backwards. Yeah. So I can it's go, like flushing the toilet. So I can go back. Yeah. Well, yes. Hmm. Yeah. You, what do you mean? You flush it first, then you do a poop. <laughs> How do you do it? <laughs> I don't know. I, I live in the country. I think the whole outside. <laughs> like, duh. Now, do you know my toilet broke the other day? You're outside. No, the seat came off. Oh, yeah. What'd you do? Put it back on. Oh, great story. Not editing that one out. No, when you, no. This is what. So this is great, right? So I went to the other toilet. So I oh. didn't know how the toilet seat went like attached properly, right? Mm. So I went to the other toilet mm. and took it apart, and then had a look at how it attached. Then so went back to the first one and I did the same thing. Have we done the episode attached? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to hear more about that. <laughs> Where Famke Janssen is, is, is analogous to a toilet seat. Yes. yes. Don't say that. She's Jean Grey. She's she happy with her whatever powers she has. Okay. Why did Jean Grey not have a superhero is name? Is this a joke? No. Oh. <laughs> why did Jean Grey in X-Men not have a superhero name? Why is she just Jean Grey? Why, why, why didn't she have one that was with alliteration? Yeah, well, Stan, everybody else is Stan Lee invented having yeah. alliteration, but why was she just Jean Grey? Yeah. That's it's, it's a bit of a boring You've name. You've got Colossus and, and I've got a colourful name. And, yeah. I, no, you haven't. Brown. Oh, colourful name. Oh, that's a witty wordplay. Well, grey. She, Jean I'm saying grey. Brown's, more, like brown's the bright colour out of those two. So do you think that she was maybe Jean Black and then she went grey? Everyone wants to be Mr Black. Yeah, everyone doesn't want to go grey. Mm, mm. Unlike me. Mm. A bit of the side grey on, on the beard, my chick it out. I got rid of my greys by shaving. Yeah, I know. It's, a, it's an easy way to do it, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know one time I said to um, my, my daughter when she was quite a lot younger than she is now, mm. she said to me, Daddy, you should dye your hair. Mm. And I said, oh, really? What, what colour should I dye it? And she said, you know, the colour it used to be. Mm. Oh, sick burn. Ouch. Especially because the colour it used to be was before she was born. Oh, dear. I know. Yeah. So I said, you're the reason it's not the colour it used to be. <laughs> um, I like this episode because it is true classic science fiction. It is. It's not necessarily that original. I mean, there's only 60,000 years of Doctor Who <laughs> for this type of thing. But but a really interesting little jumping forward and backward five hours and using your five hours in the future knowledge to solve the problem yep. is quite clever. Now, it does... Look, you can't pick this one apart too closely because it throws up a whole lot of issues. Like, every time he jumps back and changes history, that's mm. another timeline. Good thing for our listeners, though, is we don't do that. We don't, no. we don't pick apart no. the plot. We're, what we're doing is looking for romance, fights, people dying. Best character, worst character. Exactly. That's good this chip is. Um, yeah. Mm. That's the well, kind of stuff we're going to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's, um, it reminded me a little bit of... Um, that movie where Joseph Gordon-Levitt goes back in time to, kill, to kill himself, yeah. who, who is um, who is Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I don't think I don't think Joseph Gordon-Levitt's going to grow up to look like Bruce Willis. I just got some vague feeling that that's not plausible. He is inc- incredibly good looking. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think. I mean, look, hey, don't diss Bruce. He's, he's, no, I'm saying Bruce is not well at the moment. No, but you know, I don't think I don't think JGL's going to mm-hmm. exactly turn out like Bruce. But suspension of disbelief. 
Exactly, wasn't it? We did that a lot. Whereas Miles O'Brien, whereas Colmini in five hours is going to look exactly like Colmini. He always looked like Colmini. I know he will. <laughs> we we all are Colmini. Mm, we love it. Deep down, yeah. we're all Colmini. Yeah, yeah. So, um, should we get on with the show? We shall. All right, lay it on. You choose the uh, you choose the awards, and I just go. If you didn't like Chrysalis, then you were not alone. But is this one better? Than the voyage home. We like to start the show each week with Is this better than the best episode we've watched so far in this weird project we're doing? And, or is it worse than the worst episode we've watched in this? Did you see me just wipe my nose in? I did. My hay fever's terrible today. Yeah. I don't have COVID. Good. <laughs> I'll tell you now. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Okay, so so best... Uh, yeah, so the best know? episode we've watched so far is the one with the whales. As it should be. And the worst one we've watched so far is Chrysalis, mm. which it should be, because mm. it is awful. Go and watch it. Or don't. Yeah, yeah, true. I still can't. This yeah. one is far better than Chrysalis. Yeah, I like about a gazillion times. Chrysalis um, is the worst episode of DS9. Yep, yeah, it's the worst episode of television. It's not the worst episode of Star Trek. Okay, there was a really dumb episode of I Love Lucy in the 50s. Was there? Yeah, it was terrible. Hmm. Yeah. Lucy said a funny thing. Desi said something not funny. Roll credits. Wow. To deep cut that, yeah. I Love Lucy. Yeah. I know. She's my wife. But she's also responsible for, for, for Star Trek, so... Hmm, that's, that's true. That's why I brought it in, you see. Hmm. That's a segue, mate. Segway? Did you get a fucking segue? Yeah. I, 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 but what are we... Yeah, well... Yeah, <laughs> With shins on. <laughs> no, no he's, he's not. He doesn't come on. You don't. Yeah. don't. Hey, no, fucking yeah. shut up. Shut <laughs> up. It's not your turn. Late Night with Shins On was developed by Isaac Brown and written by Andrew Hogan. All characters performed by Andrew Hogan. Executively produced by Connor Trenier, Dominique Keating, and Mark Cartier for the Treks and Trekkers Network. You can also follow us on Twitter or X as at Late Night Shins On. Tune in next week for more. Late nights with shins on. It's not as good as the one with the whales, but it's a good bit of television. This is, we've done about 82, 83 episodes by now. This yep. would probably be in the top 15 that oh, we've done. Easily. Yeah. And interestingly enough, it involved time travel like mm. the one with the whales. Mm. Mm. Yeah, but not quite as good as the one with the whales. No, no, yeah. it's, look, there were no whales. <laughs> yeah, no whales, but there was miles. Miles and miles of whales. Mm. Miles of whales. We're getting poetic, man. The whales of miles. Mm. Or mm. miles the size of a whale. Um, check out Unplanned Poetry, Al. Oh, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boys, the boys are on a burning deck. He's, Look, po- he's pocket full of crackers. It's just haikus and what are those ones? Limericks. Limericks. Yeah, do you know what I was trying to say? I was, about to, I was saying yeah. a limerick yeah. interrupted me. Yeah, that was once a man from Venus. Oh, that one. Yeah. And if by Venus you mean Venus. <laughs> Thanks. the last time, no. Oh, shut up, Liam. Calm down. The Captain Jean-Luc Picard medal Okay, so it's time to hit our medals And we've got a lot to give out this week Uh, My man here, Andrew Hogan Is going to dish out the votes For the Captain Picard medal Which is a 3, 2 and 1 To the best characters or moments or things of the episode Yep And 
Uh, was it easy this week? Uh, yeah, well, yes, except I hadn't quite worked. I hadn't got past three. But I got some research. Got some research here. Do you work up to three or down from three? Oh, no, I just, it changes every week. Mm. It depends on which is easier. <laughs> I, I, I go the path of least resistance because mm. I'm nothing if not lazy. Yep. Right, lazy bastard. But as traditional in the Brownlow medal, we start at one. Yes, we do. Obviously, We've okay. got to build up. Okay. So, Buttercup. Um, build me a... Yeah, thank you. That's, yeah. that's what I was going for. That's from the Red Dwarf episode of Star Trek. Is it? I can't remember it happening in Red Dwarf. I always think the Red... Yeah, the, the cat, cat sings Buttercup. Cat sings tongue-tied. Oh, okay, same song. Oh, don't bring facts to this. Build me up Buttercup's the same as tongue-tied. Totally. You, you're messing with me, man. Same song. So it's the same song as every song. Yeah. It's a four-chord song. Oh, C, G, A minor, F. Every yeah. song. It's every song. I can play all of them except F. Because there's a fucking bar chord. I oh, know. Who made that up? I want to find the idiot that made that up and punch him in the face. It's probably Guitar George. Oh, but yeah, because he knows all the fancy chords. Yeah. Speaking of which, this episode is a bootstrap paradox as well, kind of. Explain. Well, the Dumb it down a bit. It's one of the five big, big paradoxes in science. The bootstrap paradox is, uh, the best example of it is, there's a guy reading a book uh, he's reading Lord of the Rings. He decides that Lord of the Rings is the greatest book he's ever written. He's ever read, I should say. So he does what any other Lord of the Rings fan does. Has no girlfriend. No, sorry. Um, <laughs> he builds a time machine. And he right. goes back in time to meet J.R.R. Tolkien to get him to sign the book. Mm-hmm. And he finds him. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, J.R.R. Tolkien has never heard of this book before mm-hmm. because he's gone back in time 15 years before he's written it. Mm-hmm. And it's like tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow when yeah. they go back to the engineer oh. who doesn't know anything about engineering yet. Yeah, it's all, yeah. yes, yeah. it's also a bit like Times Arrow. And, mm. But anyway, the we point, do like that. The point being, the guy is a bit disappointed, mm. so he leaves the book with Tolkien mm. and he jumps back in his time machine and goes back to his normal time. Like leaving Data's head behind. Yes. Mm. Now, Tolkien looks at the book and reads it and thinks, this is good shit. So he copies the book mm. and sends it to his publisher and says, this is my new book. Mm-hmm. So therefore, the guy in the future, the present, can get the book out from the bookshop and read it and see how fantastic it is. And the bootstrap paradox is, who wrote the book? Yeah. See? Yeah. Really good. In fact, there's an episode of Doctor Who. And is this, are you saying this episode's a bootstrap paradox? It sort of is. Because going back in time general and change generally creates a bootstrap paradox. Mm. It's not exactly that, but there's one every five hours, which I think is pretty ambitious by the writers. Mm. Who were, who were, uh, Ethan Cork, mm. C-A-L-K. Probably not pronounced correctly, but that's okay. So uh, that was really just padding for time before I worked out. But you should have got me to talk so you could work out what votes you're going to get. No, I was working it out while I talked. You can do more than one thing at once. I can I can multi-thread. Wow. I'm like Windows. And you're on threads? Yeah, I'm on yeah. threads. I yeah. am on threads. I'll, I'll, I'm like Windows. I can run two programs at once, but I will crash eventually. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. So um, I wanted to give the one vote to uh, Dude I Don't Know His Name. Okay. Um, it's, the, um, it's the cranky Romulan interrogator dude. It might be Ruan. Was Ru- it? A, was it a guy? Yeah. 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 No, the girl beside him was just sassy and silly. Yeah. 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 Ruan. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. She was Karina. Yeah. Karina. Yeah. That's a real Aussie name, isn't it? 
G'day, Karina. How you going? Kaz. Kaz. Ah, oh, that nickname. Yeah. Take the last bit and yeah. turn it to Z. That's right. That's exactly okay. Yeah. So, so, so Ruan, because um, I love the shit eating grin he gets when he realises that they've busted him, but he can't work out how. Mm. Mm. <laughs> and I know that's a that should be a, like a three cake votes, but I'm like, I just thought he just typical Romulan. He's like, I'm not going to give this yeah, up. Yeah. I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just going to smile and think you didn't get me. Play a straight bat. Even though you did, yeah. you got me totally. Yeah, okay. I like it. So one vote, one vote for that knob. Two votes, Quark. Quark. Because Quark, um, I just love the fact that when he's confronted, I had no, no, I had nothing written for Quark at all. Right. So Quark, yeah. when confronted with the fact that O'Brien is doing this ridiculous thing, he's jumping five hours forward mm. in time and then coming back mm. after a few minutes. The first thing Quark thinks of. Can you tell me what happens in yeah. Darbo? <laughs> <laughs> Gambling. Because everyone. Was remember to gamble or something? Yeah. Yes. You may lose more than you win. Because <laughs> everybody knows that like, if you go back in time and then come back forward in time, you're going to check out who's... Or if you go forward in time and then come back, you're, you're going to find out who won the Melbourne Cup. Back to the future too. Yeah. yeah. Totally. You're going to find out who won the grand final mm-hmm. and just put your house on it. That's right. Yeah, there's two things you do with time travel to be rich. Gamble. If you go, no, shut up. Oh. It's my turn. But it's our podcast. I kind of have to talk a bit. Is it? All right, all right, you and Chinzo. 83 episodes, and <laughs> you tell me this now. <laughs> then I get to talk sometimes. No, that it's, no, no, that's that all right. it's your podcast. I'll be quiet. You, no, I said yeah. our podcast. Oh, I'm still wrong. Yeah, all right. Anyway, you do talking, if you go, and I'll be quiet. If you go back I'm starting into, now. But she sent me the application for Do you finish? No! <laughs> if you go back, we actually like each other. Okay, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. If you go back in time, you put... A dollar in a bank account with compound interest in your own name. Mm. And then you're rich when you get back forward. And if you go forward in time, you find out who wins all these horse races and you bet on. That's the two rules, basically. It's a bit like... Um, and don't shoot your granddad. Oh, you don't shoot your granddad. That's another paradox. Yeah. yeah. So a time travel paradox, yeah. yeah. Which, which uh, I like my granddad. He was a nice guy. Wasn't you? No, no, I wasn't my own granddad. No, good. That's Terminator. It's Futurama. Kyle, Kyle Reese. Oh, everything else, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Michael Bean. I met Michael Bean once. Mr. Bean? No, the guy played Kyle Reese in Terminator. Oh. Yeah. He did a big night the night before. Oh, I bet you did too. Uh, no, because I was doing an interview with uh, Michael Bean. <laughs> guess, what, guess what happened? The interview didn't happen? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't happen. That's a good story. And then... Um, three votes. Three votes. Well, it was always going to be... M-O-B. M. O'Brien. Yeah. Oh, no. O'Brien, M, Richmond, three votes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. M, Michael O'Brien, Miles O'Brien got, got seven possessions this week, but who cares because he's the best. Look, it yeah. was always going to be Miles. Yeah. But in this one, Miles is, uh, there's a couple of things. He wanted a dartboard. Yeah, that was, for me, that was great. Mm. And the fact that see, Quark almost got bad, but like he almost got demoted mm. because he didn't understand darts. Yeah. Um, that was pretty stupid. It's a pub. And Miles, mm. O'Brien even says it. You yeah. can't have a bar without the dartboard. Yeah, you make a good point. I used to go, I used to have a, like a visiting optometry practice in Strawn on the east coast of Tasmania. It's a holiday town, right? And, and um, I didn't do any work there. I just went there for an excuse to go to the pub and get paid. And they had a dartboard. And the night that I went there, the, the two days, the middle, the, one of the nights was the darts competition. You didn't take out the strong invitational, did you? I came second. Did you? With a mate of mine. Yeah, right. Who was Scottish. Yeah. I was hopeless. Yeah. And we would have won. If you went in the team. Yes. So, <laughs> so I had to hit double 11 mm-hmm. at the end to, to win that, and mm. we would have won, and it was like a six-pack of beer and a voucher mm-hmm. for some others and stuff. It, 
Double 11? Guess what it hit? 11? 18. It's the other side of the board. Oh. <laughs> and Neil's like, you only had to hit double 11. <laughs> Fucking oath, I don't believe it. And it was so dark. Because guess what the second prize was? Nothing. Oh. There was no second prize. There ain't no second prize. No. So in, uh, now uh, you're a podcaster. Oh, exactly. <laughs> we're, we're, there definitely isn't a second prize. Um, so, yeah, now Miles, because he's the dartboard, but also because he has that, you know, Miles has this, this incredible ability to go with the flow. Like, he seems to express very little confusion that he's seeing himself. And then by he the, just accepts it. By the second time he jumps, he's calling himself Miles. Yeah. Oh, Miles, do yeah. this. Miles, do that. Like, yeah, like Keiko would. No, not calling himself, hey, hey me. <laughs> hey, past me. Because I'd be like calling myself past me. Actually, if I met past me, I'd call myself dickhead. Yeah. Because seriously. Well, it depends how, how far in the past. Or Andy, or... Yeah, uh, if it was like, if it was circa... 1992, mm-hmm. it'd be, fuck off, idiot. Mm. I can't stand you, go away. Yeah. And then I'd punch me in the face. You could buy yourself a copy of Automatic for the People by R.E.M. They come out in 92. I already had that in 92. Oh. I don't need another one. Maybe that's how you got it. From me in the future. Mm-hmm. So I should go and look in my CD rack in the hallway to see if it's there. Mm-hmm. Oh, but it'd be the same CD. Yeah. Just but Bootstrap Paradox! Exactly. See how, see how old it is. Who bought us the CD? Mm. So, oh, wow. That's really... Yeah. So my copy of Automatic to the People it's from future was you. never created. That's right. Take that, Michael Stein. Oh, yeah. Skypey. Yeah. yeah, okay. So these are my three votes. What do you reckon? It, I think they're fantastic, Thank mate. you very much. The Keiko O'Brien Medal. Okay. So, where there's a good, there's a bad, where there's a zing, there's a zing. I meant yeah. to say ying. No, go with it. Where there's a zing, there's a zing. There's a zang. <laughs> actually, that's quite good, it's actually. It's better. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. better, yeah. Uh, yeah, when there's a Carlton, there's a Collingwood. Yep. No, where there's a Collingwood, there's everybody else. Mm. <laughs> that's mm. that. That's uh, and that is the Keiko O'Brien Medal, which mm. I kind of feel bad about naming it after her, but then after I think about it, I don't. Yeah, it's, for the, it's not for the three worst characters, it's for the... But it can be. Okay. It can be like irrelevant or getting in the way of the plot kind of characters. Yeah. Or just ones that bug us. And yeah. you know what? If we were starting the show again, I'd name it after Neelix. <laughs> it would be better to name it after him. But we do have a new medal that we're naming after Neelix, mm-hmm. which is our food medal. When I'm in a good mood, I celebrate with some food. But when I'm in a bad mood, I also have some food. Chicken skewers. Reminiscent of a helix, but this metal, well, it's named after Neelix, named after Neelix, the Neelix metal. Oh, yeah, we just haven't had any food yet. Yeah, but yeah, um, but that's coming. So, one vote goes to Keiko O'Brien. She should have been there, and she would have stopped it from happening. She would have stopped it all. No way that Miles would have been allowed to go but five hours into the future. Oh, he would no. have been in so much trouble. Miles? Yeah. I need you Miles. Yeah, I need, I need you, you now, not in five hours' time. Yeah, to do something. Yeah, yeah. Why wasn't she? She was nowhere. It's not explained. She's not part of the... She doesn't live with Miles. Miles lives... in the opening credits. Miles lives with Bashir. Really? Segway. Bashir gets two votes for being a condescending doctor. Dismissive of O'Brien's symptoms. and didn't, didn't care. For his husband, mm. of all people. I didn't like that at all. He also needed time travel 
to to work out how to mm. cure his that's right. thing. Alright, that's pretty dumb. Yeah. But yeah. he did he did trust his future self. Yeah, but they're in the future. He should have worked it out. Yeah. He's a doctor. He is he, a doctor. He has one job. Not an engineer. Oh. Not a miracle worker. Yeah. He's <laughs> clearly not a miracle worker. Okay, that's a good vote. The three votes goes to Benjamin Cisco. And now this was a funny episode. Any episode up to season three is a funny episode because in your head canon, Cisco doesn't have hair. Correct. And he has a goatee. That's and right. you forget, three years, like over 60 mm. episodes, he had a hair, he had hair and no goatee. Yes. But that's not why I gave him the votes. Okay, right. So we've worked out that there's going to be an explosion where the Romulan delegation is. Yep. We could have moved the Romulan delegation and yep. he decides, no, let's see how this plays out. Yeah. We know how it's going to play out. Because we did the future. Yeah, exactly. We've been told the already mm. what is going to happen. Leaving him there, I've got, um, we know how it plays out, Dingus. That's what I've written. <laughs> Dingus? <laughs> yeah, I've written too. it. Yeah. So the thing is, right, <laughs> Cisco is like, oh, I don't trust the passage of time. Mm. How do you passage of time? That's just Oh, a... I guess he is one of those wormhole prophet. Correct. It's an artificial construct, time. What is time? What, I don't know. You know, and then you have to flash back to all these parts of your life where you... What about what time is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's an easy question. Yeah, that's a, a lot easier. Well, yeah. no, it's, it's not, because no. have you ever seen this show... Sorry, I was backing sh- you up. Have you ever seen this show <laughs> called The Shuttle Pod Show? Shuttle Pod Show. Yes. Well, how come every time we've been on that show, it's not the same time? We're usually on a, a really bad time. Yeah, I'm still complaining about yeah. that. Yeah, okay, 4 o'clock in the morning. Just uh, letting you guys know, 4 o'clock in the morning sucks balls. But it works right. really well for them. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? <laughs> yeah. Good votes. Mm. Good votes. The best line of the episode. So, um, I quite like best line of the episode. Because I know you're going to come up with some gold. And I had a couple of ideas about which ones you are going to come up with. Oh, well, as I say them then, you let me know if you think... If, yeah. If it, I've forgotten them. But yeah. Oh, okay. You'll prompt me. Yeah. Okay, so ha- firstly, how many have you got? I've got a lot. You say any number more than four? It's more than four. Fuck you. Okay. I'm, no. not, I'm not editing. Like, I'm not cutting it down because these are all quality. Because Deep Space Nine has a lot of dialogue compared yeah. to other Star Treks too. Okay, all right. Yeah. I'll... I'll allow it. Okay, so the first one. Mm-hmm. No lasers, no holograms, just steel tips and feathers. The darts. The darts. Mm. Lasers never appear in Star Trek. No. It's phasers no. and okay, phase well, pistols. And what the hell is a weird line to use, isn't it? So it looks like that one's not winning then. Probably not. Yeah. Okay. Let's see how this plays out before we make any moves. Mm. Uh, pointless. Yeah, exactly. Utterly but, pointless. Yep. Yeah. Um, I always investigate Quark. I, I quite like that. I like that one. Because he, like, he puts him on the suspect list yeah. for no <laughs> reason. Just existing. Probably, <laughs> he's probably done something dodgy. Yep. yep. Sometimes I have to remind you how brilliant I am. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, who, am I, who am I to argue with me? I like that yep. one. I love, I love lives like this because they don't matter at all. Mm. Right? At this point, we can't rule anything out. No. Why talk? We, yeah, exactly. We can't. <laughs> we know that. That's yeah. why you have to investigate. Yeah. <laughs> and my final one is I hate temporal mechanics. Now, and I'm going to cut straight to the chase. Mm. I love the last one. You do. Because yeah. it's such a Star Trek thing. Like, at some point, when there's, whenever there's time travel, someone 
one main character will say something like, I hate time travel, yeah. or time travel messes with my head, or... Or the uh, Vulcan science t- electorate, or whatever they were called, mm. has deemed that time travels can't happen. Which is clearly bullshit. Yeah, sorry, I didn't do that one very well. No, but they knew that, stop, that time travel can clearly happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the Vulcans just, knew everything. Yeah, they just withheld everything. Everything, yeah. They didn't even tell, like, like they didn't even tell the, the Starfleet how to make a never-ending vending machine. Yep. Yeah, they had to have a chef. Yeah, like imagine a Riker. Imagine a, yeah, apparently right. Yeah, imagine a vending machine that just kept giving out Kit Kats or fish. Today's fish is drunk a la creme. Enjoy your meal. I will. Fish. <laughs> Great episode of Star Trek. That that is. It is. It is. It is. So now save I, it for the April Fool's episode. I like the last one because yeah, yeah, because it's just so someone will always shake their head and like time travel gives me a headache or that type of thing. Mm. Can't get my head around it. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Good. Nice one. Thank you. Another chip. The Riker. <laughs> Is any romance in the episode? Basically. Yeah, that's right. And it, look, it's a, it's um, DS9 always presents an interesting dilemma for this. Yes, it there's, do, a, there's yes. a lot of unspoken the, mourn. And this is what's happened this week. And I'm gonna ask for some help here from you, okay? If it counts. So right. my comment here is Kira got very defensive about her and Odo. Oh yeah, yeah. no, that counts. Yeah, yeah, right. Hundred percent counts. Yeah. So why was she being defensive then and not going? Yeah, he does like me. They weren't asking any of... This is, again, um, what's... Rowan, Ruan, mm. wasn't asking anything particularly offensive. No, you're much more offensive. Yeah, okay, so I like... Yep, that's good. What else you got? That's it. Oh, that's it? Yeah, I was wondering if that counted, and if it does count, they both get a point. I was going to throw in mm? Morn and two darts. Did Morn get hit by darts? Yeah, he got hit by two darts. Yeah. Morn and two darts. So... It's not one dart twice, is it? It's no. two separate darts. Was, no, because Quark throws all three of them at the same time. Yeah, he does. T- two of them hit Morn, one goes... I don't know if Morn has had a Morn hub point before. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking now. forward to this. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, mate. That's okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know whether it continues with the darts. No, but maybe that's... Lovely darts. Maybe it's that, lovely darts. Maybe that's the backdoor pilot. What? Good God. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. Okay, let's let's move on from that smut. Mm. And I mean, and have more. Who would have thought? Who would have thought the segment about romance would end up in smut? Yeah, crazy idea. Oh, I it? mean it to be quite highbrow this podcast. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Highbrow. Okay. Oh, moving on. You know how sometimes people write their first initial and then their name. Yeah. Like their last name. Yeah. So you know, A dot Hogan. Oh no, I Brown. Yeah, if you get rid of what the N for me, I'm eyebrow. Eyebrow. Do you know the funniest <laughs> one of those at the moment in public life? Yeah. Okay, so the United States um, Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken. Mm-hmm. Okay, and look, he's, he's 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 um he's Biden's Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken. If you if he writes his name first initial mm-hmm. dot his second name, he's Abe Lincoln. <laughs> How good's that? That's great. And Abe Lincoln. He's in the right job. I oh, know. Mm. That, that guy was literally born to work in the White yeah. House. 
It's better than my eyebrow bit that I just did. I actually worked that out the other day. Yeah. Because there's, there's a quite a lot of stuff going on in American politics, mm. and he was doing some talky-talky stuff, and I'm like, that's Abe Lincoln. Mm. That's great. <laughs> that's great. Uh, but we're talking uh, fighting. Yes, yes. So the Wharf Medal is for the, the fights that we've seen during yeah. the episode. Yeah. I spotted a few. Because Saturday uh, night's for fighting. Mm. That's okay. right. She spotted a few. Well, yeah, it's, it's not hard to on DS9. That's right, it's yeah. It's actually hard to keep track. Yeah, that, that is true. Okay, so I'll munch some chips and you do it. Quark threw a dart at Morn, or two darts, as we just talked about before. Yep. Everyone at Quarks was fighting. We had Romulans, Klingons, Federation, and O'Briens. Everybody was Kung Fu fighting. They were. This is mm. that, those dudes were fast as lightning. They right? were. <laughs> I've got, and then again, they fought at Quarks. <laughs> so there's, from our perspective as the audience, we saw it twice. Yeah. So it counts twice. Okay. Oh, good rules. So yeah. Kepler Mechanics yeah. doesn't, doesn't break the, the award thing. Not at all. Right. It's just another opportunity. Yeah. And O'Brien fought a panel. <laughs> as well. I think it's not the first time a panel's got votes as well. Mm. Panels, we're getting pretty upset with panels. Do you fight a panel van? I've got no problem with panel vans, mate. Can I tell you a story? No. <laughs> well, I'm going to. No, okay. My teenage son did not know what a panel van was. Oh. So he's coming up to the age where he's thinking of, I'm going to... Where he needs a panel van? Well, no, I don't. Unfortunately, that's where the story ended, which I was parenting era 101. Right. So anyway, he's looking at buying a car at some stage in the future, you know, and get a, get his learners next year and all that sort of thing. And you're looking at, you know, utes, like second-hand Subarus and old Falcons, although mm. the Australian utes are going up in price, not down. Mm. What about an 85 Corolla? Yeah, I, I suggested he was like, no. Nah, no. Oh. That's lame, Dad. So anyway, um, I said, get a panel van. He's like, and he What's said, a panel What's a panel van? And I went, Pull out the phone that's never out of your hand. What did he say when he saw your t shirt? Oh, no, he didn't ask what's a dick. Mm. He just sees my t shirts. And he, he, when he sees my t shirts, one decision goes in his brain Am I going to steal that from dad or is it shit? Like he steals my old band t shirts. Mm. He, 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 pinched, he, he goes in his cupboard and he's like, I cannot find any clean t shirt. So he just mm. walks straight into my walk in wardrobe and just takes a t shirt. I like that. The other day, he's walking around in a 1993 big day out t shirt. That's a year after you gave yourself automated for the people. I know. Yeah. And do you know what he did? What? He bloody Googled up what, what it's worth. Mm. Good. Like, Dad, this t shirt's selling for like 80 bucks. I'm like, if you sell that, mm. I will punch you in the face. Mm. Like 100%. Anyway, point being, I have a point. Yeah. And I will get there eventually. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, so he didn't know what a panel van was. Oh, we're back to that. Too. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, I, and I'm like, so he Googled it up. And he's like, it's sort of like a car with a van on the back. And like you Americans, you don't get panel vans. You won't get... Google up panel van, Sandman. Google up a Sandman panel van. Absolutely amazing. Mm. Yeah. But of course, all they are is shagging wagons. Mm. And mm. then he's worked that out. And he's like, oh, yeah, I need to get one of those. I'm like, oh, fucking shut up. If this wagon's a rockin'. Don't bother knocking. That's right. Yeah, yeah okay. So, Mornhub. Um, Mornhub. <laughs> the Riker. Tuvix medal. Tuvix medal is um, basically the award for anybody who dies. Yeah. And as this episode proves, you don't have to stay dead. That's true. You are not required to stay dead. So I've got three deaths in this episode. Mm-hmm. O'Brien died. 
Throne died. Yes, correct. DS9 died. <laughs> so everyone. Yeah, but the station <laughs> that's exploded. A big, that's a big all-inclusive one there. Yeah, and O'Brien died again. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Nice one. So it, it, fact, it's the first time since Sub Rosa that we've had one character die twice in the same episode where Felicia Howard died twice. But, but, Man. in this one, he died twice, but yet isn't dead. That's right. That's great, isn't yeah, it? That, yeah. is, that's so, that is Star Trek. That's so Star Trek. <laughs> that, that just encompasses Star yeah. Trek like nothing else. And is why we love the Two Weeks Middle so much because it is so possible to get more than one point, mm. not just in all of Star Trek. But in one episode, in one epi- you, you, you can die more than once. No, I, yeah. I love it. Yeah, thank you, mate. That's okay. So, what's next? Well, guys, I would say back from um, popular demand, but that sells it short. Late Night with Shinzon has oh. become so huge that he's got his own Twitter account. Mm. Um, he's threatening to break away from this podcast and do, go solo. To be fair, he threatens a lot of things. He threatens a lot. Yeah. Um, he's the he's the good guy from Taz. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's late night with shins on. Um, is he here? Yeah, he is here, but I've got to go and get his set. Oh. He demanded a background. Wow. And he wanted you to hold the background. Did he, did he talk about me? No. Oh. No, no, I just said that I can't hold the background because I'm doing other things. And he said, get some of the fucking... Yeah, he, gets, <laughs> he, said, he said, look, he said, I, I, know you don't have, I, I know you don't have any friends, but just get someone. Yeah, yeah. So right. I'm going to go and get the background. All right. Okay. Um, so, oh, sorry, you just had, had for time. Um, I went to Melbourne recently. That's shit, don't say that. Oh, okay. I said, had, I said had for time, not bored and senseless. Ah. Blame Daniels, blame Daniels. This is going to work. Okay. okay. You hold that. Do I come forward? No, no, put put it over here. Oh, I thought we were going to have to go up to the camera. Oh, actually, that's a good idea. Thanks, man. That's a very... Oh, my God, that's a good idea. Who are you? Late nights with Shinzon. Fucking hello, fucking hello. My name's Shinzon. I'm the best fucking talk show host in the world. Everyone else is just crap, especially these two buddy nimnongs on buddy, I don't know, un- unplanned dickheads or something, whatever they are. Hey, move back, I'm out of focus. So you can't even do that right. Oh, hey, get out. Right, now, today, I don't know who I'm talking to. Here he comes. Oh, hello. What's your name? You can do the noise. Oh, I'm allowed in? Yeah. That's not fucking talking. This is a talk show. You gotta talk. What's your fucking name? <coughs> ain't, ain't no bloody name I've ever heard of. What do you do? <coughs> you sound like a freaking tic tac. You idiot. Are you like are you like an alien? <coughs> oh, okay, I've got something right. Okay, so what do you do? <coughs> I think you said 
I shit in people's mouths, and then and then I, I, my babies come out their gut. Okay, you're a fucking pervert. Get off my show and don't ever come back. That is the worst thing ever. See you later. Bye, fuckers. Bye. Late Night with Shinzon was developed by Isaac Brown and written by Andrew Hogan. All characters performed by Andrew Hogan. Executively produced by Connor Trenier, Dominique Keating and Mark Cartier for the Treks and Trekkers Network. You can also follow us on Twitter or X as at Late Night Shinzon. Tune in next week for more Late Nights with Shinzon. Oh, jeez. The host with the most. Oh, the Shinmeister. He's not happy today. Oh, he's, he's never happy. Yeah, that's true. He's got a rash. Where? Oh, you know where. <laughs> it's all rash. <laughs> you know where he's got a rash. <laughs> I do. Yeah, he asked me yeah. for some... Um, some... Did, did he ask what to dig for? No. <laughs> he asked for some salve or maybe a bar, you know, some sort of Neil cream. Balm. He, didn't, he didn't ask for Neil Balm, funnily enough. Um, didn't ask for Tiger Balm right. either. Tiger Balm is Neil Balm. <laughs> okay, if you're Australian and you got that joke, tweet us because that was not even meant to be a joke. <laughs> so, um, Unplanned, guys. Literally. Yeah, so Shins was pretty... Um, Topical. Yeah. Look, I thought, I thought when I lined up that guest, I thought he'd like yeah. an alien. And I could understand him. I was, xenomorphs. Yeah. Do you speak fluent xenomorph? Oh, mate, you could even argue that I, I, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> there would be a good argument for that. Look, I love but this. you mentioned you might have some um, things to show us this week. Yeah, well, I've got a bit of, a bit of show and tell, and, 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 and you've got one over there as well. Have a look at that. It's a little Borkin. Mm. Hello, Borkin. Resistance is futile. No, it's not. Resist- oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a Shinzon cube. <laughs> Resistance has proven to be a good tactic over many episodes of Star Trek. It does appear as though we're not doing this very well, actually. <laughs> um, there are various ways that you can beat us in combat. Like, actually, just use a machine gun. <laughs> here's, a qu- here's the thing, right? How come no one in the Federation... Just mounts a shit ton of rail guns on a ship. Like oh, there's yeah. things that accelerate, you know, solid particles to like the speed of almost light, right? Why don't they use solar panels? What we throw them at them? No, just have them on the top and power yourself with a bit of solar panels. What does that do? I don't know. You know, you pay less electricity yeah. prices. <laughs> okay, that's your that's dumb. I'm talking Look, about how to fight the Borg. This, Guns. this episode had no ball in it. Yeah, anyway, I've got another show and tell. Oh, okay. Do you recognise what that is? What that is? What do you reckon that is? I'm asking you. Oh, is it? Well, it's an Enterprise, isn't it? No, it's Excelsior, you knob. Oh. It's NCC 2000, mate. Or is it, is it 2000? Or is it, oh, no, it's Enterprise B. Oh, did someone say Enterprise oh, no, and no. get called a knob for getting it wrong? No, 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 sorry. No, you're a knob, it's 2000. It says Excelsior too. It does. Oh, does it? I can't read. That's, yeah. that's way too small. Yeah. Can, can no, you, thank you. you my that? mate's an optometrist. Yeah. <laughs> my glasses are really old. <laughs> However, you might get this one. Well, it's not the Yamato, the sister ship of the Enterprise D. This is an Enterprise without uh, any bloody A's. B. C. Or D. That's Space Battleship Yamato, you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, I found these little micro-machines. Little micro-machines. Of, of do you want to talk about like this one up here? Oh, do we want to talk about that? Yeah. Absolutely. I better go and get it. Oh, crikey jeepers. Language, mate. Nice shot of my ass there on the camera. Yep. What do you reckon? Okay, now that, get a bit closer. That is the Star Trek Playmates playset of a mock time. 
It's got Kirk and Spock. And Kirk has got the, the shirt chopped up. That is fantastic. Isn't that the best? Isn't that so good? Mm. Like, I mean, I reckon that's just absolutely fantastic. They've got the stupid weapon with the donger on one end and the blade on the other. Yep. Like, Want to put a blade on both ends? Seems more, mm. more dangerous. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it's not as stupid as a batleth, which has just as much chance of... Of killing Can you with the other ever. person, yeah. Um, but that's that's pretty good, isn't it? And then the the final um, final show and tell has got to be the most bizarre thing I've ever found. I was looking in my drawer in my little little home office for a USB cable because I want I, I I needed micro USB on one end and, mm -hmm. and Type A on the other. You always need one of those. A USB A <laughs> or USB or and what I found was Star Trek Five: The Final Frontier. Audio book, audio book, there it is, read by, guess who, read by, Nimoy, Leonard Nimoy, and there's a second voice actor involved. I'll go doing. No, 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 Takei. Really? Oh my, George Takei, oh. yeah, who has... Do you have a tape player? Uh, yes, I've got a Walkman. So after we finish doing Star Trek Five One Minute at a Time, oh. should we do the audio novel one no, at a time? We'll just play some excerpts from it. Okay. George Takei is a quite a um, uh, quite a uh, well worked voice actor. Hmm. He was uh, he voiced an episode of Batman. He was in an episode of Batman: The Brave and the Bold. He also played the role of Sulu in Lower Decks and the animated series. <laughs> what a surprise that was! Yeah. The clock I couldn't believe. Do you know what? He like Star Trek: The Animated Series. All the characters were played by the same actors who played them in the original series. Only just. That's ridiculous. No, they were all played by the same actors. Yeah, but only because Nimoy said he wouldn't do it if they didn't. Yeah, but they still would have been played by the same people. There just would have been less of them. I think that, from what I know, mm -hmm. Sulu and um, Uhura were going to be voiced by other people. Oh, they were going to be in it? Yeah. Well, they would have been voiced by Casey Kasem. Right. He did every voice yeah, yeah, yeah. in animation back then. <laughs> did you, so Casey Kasem, who was the host of American Top 40, he at one point was voicing... Um, so he had a character on Voltron. He had a character on Battle of the Planets. He was Robin on the animated Batman series. And he was Shaggy on Scooby-Doo. Oh, wow. And the thing is... Scooby-Doo? Batman and Scooby-Doo had some crossover episodes in the cartoon. And Casey Kasem did not bother to... Change his voice yeah. never. He was just Casey Kasem. So there's scenes where Robin and Batman are talking to the Scooby gang, and it's like fucking Robin talking mm. to himself. Because Casey Kasem just turns up, and he's like, oh, Casey, could you maybe do Shaggy mm. a little different to Robin? He's like, no, fuck off. It's like sometimes in really early Ninja Turtles, there's the oh. wrong turtle talking with the, yeah. with the voice. I, love <laughs> I just love the fact that there was no quality control mm. on those Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. They just, stuff was... Which, uh, Super Friends was the best. Mm. Super Friends, where there were some episodes where Aquaman can fly, mm. because mm. The, the the guys who were and were, were like writing were like we don't know what he does. Yeah, exactly. So we're just making writers. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, so that's um that's a bit of show and tell. Yeah. Well, we've got to wrap up the way we usually wrap up. Oh gosh, really? This episode was good. Oh, I thought you meant the way we do it after the cameras are off. Oh no no no, we're not doing that yet. Oh, yeah, not yet. Yeah, that's right. This episode was good. Hmm. It could have been better. It could have. And that can only be done by a source of separation. Should have they used a source of separation? Mm. How would a source of separation improve this episode, Mr. Hogan? I've got to admit that it, it's like all DS9, it, it was a tough one. Mm. 
Um, because there's no saucer. <laughs> that does sort of make it a yeah. little bit difficult. Yeah. Um, so there's um, one of the... I, I've forgotten how in the first three seasons the hero ship was the runabout. Yes, yes. Mm. Before we got the Defiant. Yeah. Now, the runabout is quite odd because it's a shuttle. Yeah. It's got a bedroom Pod at show. the back. Yeah. Basically, that's it. It's a, it, it's a shuttle where you don't have to sleep in your seat. Like yes. you're doing yeah. in you know, cattle class. It's a little bit better than... What's the thing, the, the life thing that you go into when you... Oh, the, 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 the life holes, yeah. the bike, whatever the, it is. Little single, little single seaters. Yeah, better they're than like, that. They're like those little cars. They're like those little... Does that warp? Those, those little micros, those little, little micro cars where mm. you've just got the front seat. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They're, two seater. They're weird, they are. Um, so, although, two people in a pod... Shuttle Pod Show. Ooh. Two peas in a pod. <laughs> Thank you. I got you first. Shuttle Pod Show. So, what they should have, and this is reverse, should there have been a saucer unseparation, a saucer joining? The runabout should have <laughs> improved. And, and, and yeah, there should. Oh, the Voltron light. Yeah, the, you've got it. You've got it. The runabout should have an emergency saucer that's kept on the station somewhere that mm-hmm. can be attached to the top of it when they need to when they need to um, evacuate way more people because Miles, it gets said in the episode we saved as many people as we could fit onto this ship, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, if you had a fucking round thing, you could just stick on top temporarily. Now, it's a bit like if you're towing a caravan, your car goes a bit slower, right? So it wouldn't have gone as fast, but it would have saved more people. Yep. So, I, yeah, should have there been a source of joining? Yes, I like it. Yeah, Do it I have would. to do a different musical sting, or can we just use the separation? No one, one cares. Oh, good. But I switched it around. Don't, don't you like that? But also, yeah. you explained how it would have improved it, when all you could have said is it would have been like Voltron, and I would have still been happy. <laughs> it would have been better, but yeah. you actually gave it a, a, fe- a feasible plot. Reason I did for it to happen. That's what I do. Mm. I don't actually do that very often, do I? <laughs> um, can I be controversial now? Now? I need your help with this. Oh. Okay. Okay, I'm listening. I wasn't um, listening before. This is a flame war, and I'm going to spark something here. Okay. Voltron. Yep. Vehicle force or lion force? Oh, it's lions. No, it's vehicle! Oh, it's vehicle! No! I knew you'd get it wrong. I got it wrong? Justify your opinion. Lions. While I eat a chip. That's, and... that's, the, that's it. Lions. That's the justification. So, when you watch... There's, there's two of us here, and I think I'm right and you think you're right. Yeah. We need shins on. Jeez. Oh, I just want to say, when you watch Transformers and the constructor cons turn up and all the vehicles turn into a giant robot, that's pretty cool, isn't it? I, I'm not saying that I don't like the cars. I'm saying lions are better. But they're all lions. Yeah. All, they're all lions. It's boring. They're just different colours. Are, are you saying that if the, the vehicles lions come vehicles. over, that'll be boring? Well, bloody yes, they will. Joe Danaher would miss. They can't, <laughs> yeah, of course they would. <laughs> they can't play for shit. <laughs> all right, ask Shinzon which one's better. Oh, Shinzon. You'll know. With Shinzon. Steer, steer us right, Shinzon. Shinzon, I'm Isaac. Okay, mate. Who? Isaac. What's your fucking name? Isaac. It's oh. a stupid name. Thanks, mate. Mate, stupid name. My name's Shinzon. I've got a Z like you do. No, you don't. Oh, no, you don't. You your name the wrong way, you dig it? Hey, have you, have you met my dad? No. My dad's bloody good. He's bald like me. It's great. 
Not like that, That's how we knew he was your dad. Yeah, that's how we knew he was my dad. Okay. It was an opportunity test. Sometimes we play Mahjong. It's good fun, you know? All right, so we okay. need to know. Yep, okay. Voltron, is it better with lions or cars? Oh, geez, Voltron. Nah, they're all pricks. Thanks, Shinzon. That's okay. Late Night with Shinzon was developed by Isaac Brown and written by Andrew Hogan. All characters performed by Andrew Hogan. Executively produced by Connor Trenier, Dominique Keating and Mark Cartier for the Treks and Trekkers Network. You can also follow us on Twitter or X as at Late Night Shinzon. Tune in next week for more Late Nights with Shinzon. Can you imagine if the, the scimitar met Voltron? I don't know what that is. It's his ship in Nemesis. Oh, I don't watch Nemesis. It's, got the it's Thaler, such a bad movie. It's got the Thaler on radiation. Nemesis is why we didn't get the fifth next gen movie. Are you true? Yeah, yeah but uh, it, it still exists. Yeah, and we'll spin it one day. Oh, we will absolutely. But the yeah. point is that, like, that if Shinzon met Voltron, Shinzon met Voltron, yeah, and would Voltron have crashed into his ship, Picard style, like Suicide Squad, or would have it saucer separated, Troy style, or Voltron would have been completely bashed up, but somehow win at the end, and by the next episode would be completely mm. repaired and everything, like all Japanese yes, cars. Yes, the reset. Good. Yeah, 100%. And like Star Trek. Actually, you're right. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty similar. Yeah. Okay, well, this has been a fun episode. It's been a huge episode. It has been. Yeah. It has been. It's Thank huge. you. Um, so, look, I think we're going to do a bit of show and tell each week, which we might actually put on separate videos just to chuck oh, yeah. it up on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, that'd be good. Because I've got so much shit in this yeah. house. Do it. Weird stuff. That'd be good. Okay, so it's going to be called Unplanned gonna happen. Shit. We can do better. No, the set fell down. Oh, I thought that came from over there. Unplanned shit, but you don't know where any sound comes no, that's from. Right. <laughs> don't you do wobble board on my set. You've got one of them, you can do it yourself. And by that, I mean penis. <laughs> we got one in. Yay! Yeah. Look, if you love what we do, I don't know why, you need therapy, go and get some drugs. I've got some good ones. Um, please um, follow us on Twitter. Uh, follow me on threads because I'm fucking lonely. And uh, follow Late Night Shinzon because I tell you what, get into a conversation with yeah, him. Ask him for a, an Aussie nickname. Yes, um, just say something vaguely insulting. Yeah, or hello. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> I'll tell you what, there's a couple of people said, yeah. said hello to him this week and didn't they get paid out on? <laughs> and the guy's got to settle down. He does. Yeah. He's, he's, but isn't he what Twitter's for? He knows, yeah, try it. Outrage. He's just a boober. He's just a boober. If you're Australian, do you think Shinzon should go on Q&A? <laughs> Wouldn't that yes. be great? You should, totally should tweet Q&A. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should. Can you imagine Patricia Carvelis no. asking him a question? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> And that's a stupid question. I've never heard of bloody elbow. Who's his elbow? Wanker. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Hey, look at that bloke. His head's a potato. <laughs> you do a good Shinzon impersonation. I do, actually, yeah. don't I? Yeah. 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 And now, Shinzon, would you like to go and kill that? No, fuck off. Jeez. He is harsh. Okay. But that's who he is. Um, next week, uh, do we know what we're doing next week? Nope. We don't. We've got to wait for the MC to tell us. That's right. And he is the MC. He is. Yeah. Well done. He's literally, yeah. I didn't realise that yeah. until I said it. Yeah. Okay, um, I, I, I hope it's something good. It will be Star Trek. It'll be good. Will it be? Yeah. I'm not going to do a Red Dwarf episode. Old Trek's good Trek, mate. Even that episode of Red Dwarf. Red Dwarf might be an April Fool's one we do. Can we do the Orville? Yeah, now I reckon we should put the Orville on our list. Are you are you okay if I do? The hell's yeah. All right, that just makes us do another year of shows. If we put the Orville on our list, yeah. we have to put Family Guy on our list. Family Guy? Why Family Guy? Because it's made by Seth MacFarlane. Oh, oh. There is this 
Six degrees of separation. Yeah, mate. yeah, okay. I'm not putting <laughs> all Family Guy on our list. <laughs> Smoke more Family Guy. Episodes okay, we'll put than Star Trek. we'll put a Family Guy episode where they where they mention Star Trek. There is one early oh, on. There's quite a few. Yeah, yeah. There's quite a few actually, and the, and of course, then we have to do American Dad, yeah. which features a voice by Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. And then we also have to include Futurama because yes. it's got the original series actors in it, and which means we have oh. to include The Simpsons because it's Matt Groening and Spock's in it. Oh no, this is terrible. This is the worst ever. We've now gone for fourth. Th- we're 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 going to need Jet for the time jump, dude. Oh. No. Live long and prosper. Wow, guys, I had no idea that you'd be able to do an episode on DS9's Visionary. So well, I just figured you'd fuck it up. Uh, and, and Isaac, your take on that hot, hot, hot blame Daniel's tune was amazing. Uh, and Andrew, oh my god, when you talked about discussion on the bootstrap paradox, I, uh, it's just like we're riding a money train. A money train all the way to the money bank, the Hollywood money bank, which is where I transact because I'm a Hollywood jagoff. I'm very excited about this, guys. I'm very excited. So keep the jokes coming. Uh, keep the content rolling. Uh, watch out on your uh, uh, social media for the next unplanned Trek challenge from me, Hollywood producer Mark Cartier, producer of the Shuttle Pod Show. Back to work. <laughs> I knew I bet on the right horse. Um, I'm gonna have to edit that. You're gonna have to edit it. Mm. Watch out. Because I haven't quite got it. I've got yes. Dude, okay. I, I haven't quite got it, and I'm still here. It's just not what you'd expect. That's an unplanned trick. Unplanned. Reminded me, I need to borrow my neighbour's goats because my grass is way too long. Did that, you notice that? Is that the controversial bit? No. Oh. No, that was just a thought. A goat thought. I want you to remind me I need to get the neighbour's goats. I'm probably going to edit everything about goats. Really? <laughs> probably. Oh, okay. Yeah. The other day I got home from, I was, I was out doing some stuff, right? I got home and another goat story? Yeah, three of his goats were walking up my driveway. Were they, did they have Bibles? <laughs> no. I didn't have them. But if they had them, they would have eaten them. <laughs> you would have welcomed them in to talk about Jesus Christ. I would have, yeah. yeah. yeah the, one, of the pro- one of the funny things about goats, because they're great for keeping the grass down, because they eat up. The problem is... Euphemism. Yeah, no, they, go, oh. they, they get fixated on, like, like you, you let the goats in, and one goat will decide that I'm not going to eat any grass, I'm just going to eat this plastic watering can, mm. and that's all I'm going to eat. Mm. And I'll be walking out there going, fucker, grass. <laughs> you had one job only, one job. Maybe that's what fake plastic trees was written about. Hello, and thank you for listening to 
Unplanned Trek. This show is written by Isaac Brown and improvised by Andrew Hogan. Part of the Trek and Trekkers network of podcasts, executively produced by Mark Cartier, Dominic Keating, and Connor Trinity. This is Bruce Horak, and you are listening to Unplanned Trek. You can find links to other episodes and merch at unplannedtrek.com. I'm Olivia Youngers, who plays Ensign Riggs, who is resting until her next duty assignment. Hear me talk about all of that on Unplanned Trek. Follow our socials on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram or write to us at hello at unplannedtrek.com. Hello everyone, I'm Bonnie Gordon from Star Trek Prodigy and you're listening to Unplanned Trek. Live long and prosper. Wrestling papers, wrestling papers. <laughs>